Well, shall we jump into this thing? Yes, let's jump away. Okay. Welcome to well, the Pad Boys Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Oh, I'm just going to do it. Welcome to the Pad Bros Podcast, your home for third-hand news, questionable advice, and dubious opinions all about Puzzle and Dragons. Dragons. It is Wednesday, May 18th, 2016, and I am Evan, and with me via Skype once again is... Kevin. Yeah? Up way too early in the morning. Is it really way too early? It's... You you promised me when we plan this that you wake up naturally at 8 a.m. I did. I set my alarm for 8.30, but I woke up at like 8. Okay. Cool. Uh, let's jump into it. Uh, I, I mean, do you have any personal news for us? Your, your job down in L.A. is still working for a gym that isn't open? <laughs> yeah, still waiting on the gym to open. Um, the only thing I have to say is, oh my god, I had loved the last podcast. It was, you did. It was so nice to hear everyone's voice. It was like a nice remedy to my my homesickness and Pad Bros homesickness. That's awesome. I'm really happy that the last one was just ridiculously long, but super fun. I, I had to I had to pause it like five times. I was laughing so much. <laughs> yeah, we got an email. Somebody was like, "Yeah, I was laughing so hard. People were looking at me funny at work." I'm like, "Wow." <laughs> oh my god, where do you work? That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah it was uh it was pretty it was pretty great um i died was, i died in the little bit we talked about when i when i stand up for pods oh yeah i still we do, ha- i still do the same thing now okay i'm sure you do i got a bag of chips across the room <laughs> <laughs> we uh what did we oh so we had one person submitted uh a timestamp, uh and did they it get it right not- no, they did not get it right, although there's some definite hesitation in my voice at that time, so I'm pretty sure you were doing something. Uh, the Macarena? <laughs> the Macarena? Yeah, it's definitely, you stood up and started doing the Macarena, and it really, really threw me off for <laughs> what I was trying to say. So how close were they? Wait, do we uh, ha- do we I don't ha- think it was even the right podcast episode. Oh. Well, we'll have to, you have to tell me what episode it is later on so I can hear it. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to figure out the exact timestamp myself. I figured I I don't I didn't know off the top of my head. I had a, I have a pretty good idea, but I was like, if someone gets the right timestamp, I will go to that place and know for sure that that's what I'm talking. That that's when it was. It's amazing. That is so fun. It was nice to hear like Mariah and Diana on the podcast get the female perspective. Yeah, Diana actually spoke a little bit. Yay! Yeah. yeah. Yep, and that comment in and of itself got me a little dirty look. (laughs) (laughs) Sniper eye. (laughs) Yep, definitely. (laughs) All right, Uh, how's your pad status? What's what's going on with you? I am. I'm kind of falling behind. I've not been investing as much time in pad lately. Just trying to get used to LA and exploring the sites, making friends. Social, your social life is getting in the way of your pad life. I know. Go figure, right? Ridiculous. How, how dare they? Well, I'm. Uh, I just hit 500 days. Got my 10 stone bonus. Nice. I feel like it should be more. 500 is a very nice round number. Yeah, I actually. Uh, I just recently hit 600 and got my 10 stone bonus as well. It should be like 500. You get 
50 stones, 600, you get 60 stones. I don't know. Might, uh, be, might be too many. That's that's a little too many. I You know, given given the way gung-ho works, uh, you know, 10, 10 still, like, in retrospect, 10 seems kind of generous. Mm, that's That's one way to look at it. <laughs> but I'm rank 355. Holy yeah. moly. I am falling behind. My, falling, um, be- falling behind what? Falling behind the, the the average. My little cousin who I introduced the game to, what, like several months ago, not even a year, he just hit rank 380. Yeah. And he bought his first Awoken, he bought a Monster Point Dragon. Uh-huh. And I'm like, who am I? <laughs> it's, it's like it's like that moment you get lapped in Mario Kart and you're like I gotta change my life or something because <laughs> I'm falling behind. Uh, you haven't made a Monster Point purchase yet, have you? No, I just have 400k sitting in my box. So, so you could have. Purchased I could one. have, but I don't know what to buy. Party well, wants Yomi Dragon. Well, we've uh, all of the the Four Gentlemen series is out now, so there's uh, all of can... them. All of them are out. We're going to talk about... Can we the, talk about which one I should buy? Which We can talk about which one you should buy. Okay. Uh, the light one is out. Uh, so that was the last one, I think, in the series. And uh, probably not the one for you, but we can, we're going to talk about her. Him? Sweet. Her? Probably him. Her. Him. No, her. Definitely her. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> What's up with you, Evan? Tell me about your pad stats. Oh keep, well, I I have a couple. Keeping your pad hand strong. Well, I uh, I did hit rank six hundred, nice. uh, or I hit rank six hundred, I should say. Yeah, I, I just just before my six hundred days, so uh, wow. I am my days are going to catch up to my rank probably in the next week or so. I'm only about five ranks ahead of my days played, so that's how you do it. Well, I mean, I, I for a long time was trying to you know keep pretty far ahead and you know i can if i wanted to right now i think i still could because uh the the special dungeons that you run in co-op give like really insane experience per stamina Mm -hmm. because they they're half stamina but full experience so uh if you can co-op like if you can co-op nordis it's i can uh, actually you know rank up pretty easily on natural stamina in a day um so but it's just a little too much work to like be trying to set up find co-op partners all the time and you know my my max stamina is up to 321 right now so that's uh almost yeah finding a partner and then also having to well it's almost 13 runs of nordis so you gotta find someone dedicated enough yeah and i mentioned nordis only because uh Diana and I recently cleared Machine Hera. Uh, nice. We used uh, Bastet teams and four stones, <laughs> which uh, I think was totally worth it. It's been pretty fun running Machine Hera, and we both got ours uh, evolved, and we've been co-oping together. And Nordis is just like a piece of cake with Machine Hera. Uh, you can get orb trolled, and you can uh, do silly things and, and make it hard. Um, I ran, uh, not yesterday, but Monday night with, uh, somebody we did, uh, I think four Nordis runs and we actually managed to die once. And then, uh, on 
two other occasions we we made it exciting so it was it was kind of a that was pretty poor but normally i i mean i would say machine hera for nordis uh with the team setups that we've got is you know like 98 99 percent clear rate so but you know it takes enough time that you're just like uh you know it's you gotta set up you gotta find a partner you gotta communicate you gotta trust them to do the right thing yeah it's it's uh it's I don't think I'm going to be doing enough of it to like keep my rank ahead of my days for for more than a week or two. Have you guys, um, when you co-op with someone, do you have any third-party communication? Yeah, I. Do you do like Skype or something? We use Discord. Discord is a app that you can have on your phone, or there's a web app, and uh, it's you know gamer. It's meant for gamer chat. Uh, and it it works it works pretty well there's like a there's a pad discussion server to help find people to co-op with and people post on there uh and just like hey i want to do this dungeon with this leader and most of the time no one says anything but you know good a good 40 percent of the time someone goes yeah i'll do that and, nice. then, uh, and then you like make a little private chat run right on the same thing and chat away like pass now or i'll do this that's Stuff a, like that that's such a fun element of pad now is like talking to people outside of pad like my friend phil and i will do when we did co-op we would like go on facebook messenger and just like talk and it was fun just to like talk to each other while we we're playing and watching each other puzzle yeah that's for it's pretty it is pretty fun um and i've you know been able to meet some people uh i actually co-opt with a I, I, I'm blanking on what his real name is but his in-game name is Buster he and I uh, co-opt we did some of the co-op challenge dungeon levels together and uh, we co-opt the other night as well and uh, we've been chatting a bunch on discord and it's been uh, it's been really fun nice had friends for life I guess so uh, one more thing before we go into like one more thing that I guess that we're moving basically into personal news and achievements. Uh, and I will say, let, let's talk right now about the co-op challenge dungeons. Okay, sounds good. The motorcycle just go by your place? Yeah, I'm, I'm right next to the road. I tried closing my windows, but it's a little loud. Yeah, there's like construction going on across the street from me. And uh, fortunately, they've been relatively quiet this while we've been recording. Like uh, earlier, it was pretty loud. Um so, co-op challenge dungeons. Uh, I managed to clear uh, every level except nine without a stone. Diana and I stoned on nine. Nice. Uh, but we cleared ten without a stone. I actually cleared ten with uh, t- three different people, uh, zero stone. That was you, pretty fun. You uh, finished these mostly with Diana? Uh, I did. I think the early ones Diana and I did together. Uh, but I, I did... I ran eight and ten with a bunch of different people trying to help some people out, um, and it was cool. Oh, uh, Nick and I were stuck on eight for a long time. Did he tell you about it? 
I, I heard some very interesting things. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's definitely it's interesting with the experience of like, all right, like, uh, you know, your friends in real life and your friends on pad, and you're like, okay, well, let's do these co-op dungeons because you have a relationship, right? But then you're like, what teams do we have that work together? It's like, oh, I have this leader. I oh, I have that leader too, but like one of you doesn't ever play that leader and then you chop in the dungeon and they're just like don't even remember how the leader skill works like it's so it's so it's so funny it was absolutely funny it was hilarious how frustrating it was because mick didn't really know how the team worked very well but he would like make the same mistakes over and over again like (laughs) there were like three back-to-back runs where he would he would pop loki and um, Eshimali in the same turn, like, and you would like we didn't need Loki that turn, but he would pop, he would pop, accidentally pop Loki, and then he would pop Eshimali for Chester or whoever that is. Eshimali, I think, is the one you're thinking of. I, yeah, I actually he should pop Eshimali, I... but he like would pop Loki every single time, and he would like we would text right after, and he'd be like, "Man, I shouldn't have popped Loki," but would make the same mistake, and it, it went as far as like me telling him to like move. Loki a few slots over so they wouldn't be so close together. <laughs> I think he told me about that. He's like, he kept popping Loki thinking it was a Shamali and then like realizing too late. No, I'm like, Nick, you gotta, you gotta like change your, like edit your team and just move Loki farther from Eshimali. So it's, it's less likely it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I played, uh, I, we, we heard like all these stories with Nick. Cause he's like, he pretty much only uses Yomi dragon and he has raw dragon now. And I think those are the only teams he really uses on a regular basis. But, like, none of us, like, people that know him in real life, like, really use those leads. So he's, you know, we're like, oh, what can we do? He's like, oh, I've got Awoken Yomi and I've got, uh, you know, Awoken Pandora. So, like, I ran Awoken Pandora with him and he was only making rows of nine and he wasn't adding on the two extra orbs to activate the full Pandora leader skill. So he was like, we were like, I always had to blow all my skills to save our butts. And like, he wanted to do nine. So we were doing nine, nine with Pandora and we got to ill six and he just comboed. And I was like, what are you doing? Use skills, man. He's like, oh God, that's so fun. <laughs> and I asked him afterwards and I'm like, like, you know, what's going on? He's like, I had no idea what was happening. Like, I didn't know any of those monsters in those dungeons. It was so amazing. And I was like, well, I'm glad you had fun. But we died, man. And we weren't even close to clearing it. I uh, had so much, like, we never cleared that eight itself. I know he cleared it by himself because we got disconnected and he had a bunch, <laughs> had a bunch of skills up. But we never completed it together. But I still had so much fun. He told me that you kept getting disconnected, and then the reason for that is that you were on a hike when you were trying to do it. Well, because like it's hard to like match schedules, and I was uh, my my house is really close to Griffith Park, and you can hike to it. And I at the top of Griffith uh, Griffith Park is an observatory with Wi-Fi, but apparently I wasn't like connected to it because I kept getting disconnected. <laughs> Um, I've actually had a lot of trouble with Wi-Fi getting disconnected for some reason. Like I, my, my co-ops connection seems to be more stable when I'm on uh, LTE instead of Wi-Fi. Oh, that's, that's funny. It's weird. Yeah. Well, I, I was pretty stoked. I cleared challenge dungeon 10 with, uh, three different 
teams. I used uh, Shiva Dragon, Pandora, and... Nice, dude. And... Uh, I don't know, another team. <laughs> Forgot you're, what it was. You're a very versatile patter. Dan and I cleared it. I guess Maybe we used Best Debt. Uh, she says we used Best Debt. So. Arvin and uh, I, like, tried Sakuya a few times. We got... Oh kind of close that's cool sakuya is i mean i have a sakuya on my jp account and i've used her sometimes and she's really strong but can be kind of a heartbreaker oh yeah because you know she doesn't have any stat boost right she's just i mean she's purely a glass cannon essentially you rely heavily on those combos and skyfalls yeah you if you you know, you you could get a board where you like, I need to clear this floor, but there's actually only six combos on the board, or maybe seven at most. And 49 times attack is decent, but it's maybe not enough, especially if you can't stack on-color combos. And, yeah, you just got to hope for Skyfall to get you up into that, like, 64, 81 times attack range. Yeah, I think Arvin and I, at one point, like, did a El Cali active... And like saw the board and thought like I can't make that many combos on this, and then did another El Cali octave. <laughs> yeah, just so we had a better board to combo off of. For sure, I mean that that makes sense. And you know the there isn't a ton of time extend on that team just because you know if you've got D Cali on there, you've got a couple D Callies that would make sense. If you've got El Cali, like let's say you have two El Callies and you have your Awoken Sakuyas, you know that's only like two extra seconds of combo time so i don't know you know depends on who your other subs are you might not have like the massive like eight nine seconds of combo time that like a rod dragon team has but i don't know it's still still a fun team to play for sure so did you did you what did you what was your clear just up to eight we didn't i didn't actually clear eight i did up to seven oh all right well, it was fun trying, nonetheless. I, I, got, I, I mean, I got to, I got to the last floor of eight, and I think we just ran out of time trying to do it. And I got pretty close to ten. Nine looked really hard, so I didn't even try it. Nine was really hard. Uh, Il six is tough. I I th- I just didn't feel like trying it that much. I tried it a couple times with a few different people, and it was just uh, not worth it. I don't think. <laughs> but I had to say, I had a lot of fun doing this because I yeah. I would play with, like, different things with Phil, with Nick, with Arvin. It was fun to, like, just play with other people. Kevin, why didn't we try anything? Oh, I don't know. I don't think we had any... Did we have a team we could do? We would have had to make something, mash something together to try and make it work. (laughs) Because Arvin and I did uh, Sakuya, because he also had Sakuya. Phil also had Sakuya. And then Nick had Loki. Not Loki, um, what's his face? Lucifer. Uh, Lucifer, yeah. We could have done like a Pandora Lucifer team. I mean, I have Pandora. I don't know if I have a team for it. We'll have to try it in the future. Well, if you have a Lucifer team, you pretty much have a Pandora team. I guess. I mean, I, you know, depends on how many gods you have on there. Too many. I don't know. I don't know who your Lucifer subs are. I think I have two gods. Uh, all right. Well, Maybe we'll 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 figure it out for next time. We need to co-op something. Uh, Speaking of leaders, I heard someone uh, did a certain challenge involving many leaders. Yeah, we had this uh, descended challenge still going on right now. Uh, 
four more days and uh it was it's 25 floors and i went for the infinity challenge uh nice so tell everyone what the infinity challenge is so the infinity challenge is just to try and use a different leader for every single dungeon out of the descended challenge so you're gonna have to beat descended dungeons in this case with 25 different leaders then like a lot of them have different play styles so you might have up to 25 different play styles um and uh it was it was pretty fun i broke out some of the my uh my old faves uh yeah i did I, i used gzl for satan i think which is uh one of my one of my you know the first time i cleared satan was definitely with gzl so yeah, I, I mean, I had a a good time doing that. It was it was pretty fun. Let's see, I I broke out the uh, Beelzebub as a leader with Red Sonia to do uh, you know the Hera dungeon. Uh, I tried. I did. Uh, I can run through them. I did uh, Goemon with Yamato, who I almost never use as a leader, so that was kind of fun. Nice. Uh, I did Takaminikata with Sun Wukong. And that was what? pretty cool. Yeah, just, what the heck, you know? Uh, I used Kana to beat Hera Is, and I've never used Kana as a, as a leader before. That was kind of fun. Um, Awoken Ama. Ama made an appearance. Threw her out there. Uh, El Kali. Used El Kali to beat uh, Hercules. Nice, dude. <laughs> Uh, what do we got here? Oh, El. I'm like, why do I have two pictures of El Kali beating Hercules? Oh, because the first time I didn't kill him, even though I thought I would. <laughs> so, uh, Awoken Shiva made an appearance. That was cool. Uh, I used Gadius against Mephistopheles, and the reason that uh, I feel weird about that is that I was like, oh yeah, this dungeon has a lot of devils in it, and Gaddius has Devil Killer. This will be cool. And I go in, and I look at the first board, and I'm like, ah oh, yeah, this dungeon is a no recovery dungeon, and in order to activate this guy's leader skill, I have to match hearts. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it worked out. I, you know, I think every monster on my team makes hearts with their active ability, so uh, I was able to get through first try anyways. That was pretty fun. Um, used Awoken Horus for Diagoldos. I uh, I busted out my all attributes Leilan team to do uh, Kanatsugu. That was kind of fun. Then uh, GZL for Satan and uh, Erd. I used an Erd team to beat Harris Wheelo. Haven't used her in a while, and then I decided to go right back into uh, the next Norn and used Verdandi to clear uh, Grimoires. Hey, a Norn party. And then I experienced my first death because I got to Michael in the Grimoire dungeon, and Michael killed me. That was your only death? Uh, that was... No, I think I died one or two more times trying different things. Uh, I Oh, I ran Vishnu. I'd never run Vishnu as a leader before. That was pretty fun. Uh, and beat Kaushmar. Uh, I decided to go with uh, Awoken Karin to beat a dungeon, and I cleared uh, Zeus Dios with her. 
And then I did Awoken Astroth for a dungeon where I didn't actually get the monster in the picture, so I don't know who that is. But whatever dungeon is in between Zeus Dios and uh, Zhou Yu. I used... Uh, oh, this was actually one of my most uh, satisfying clears, is uh, I put Lilith on an Awoken Yomi team and one-shotted Zhou Yu. Oh, nice. Yeah, so he blacked out my board. Did you poison I used Lilith to poison him, and then I used Awoken Yomi and just comboed. I think, I don't know, I, I may have changed the board. I like, I probably did like a Haku active, and then, uh, yeah. But I annihilated Zhou through his 50% damage reduction shield, and I was pretty happy about that, I'll be honest. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> I used Awoken Artemis for Yamatsumi. Uh, surely because it's like it's a green boosting dungeon, and with her, I had 138,000 HP. That was kind of fun. Nice. Uh, and then after that, I had what do I have? Oh, I think Aegir was next, and I used a Zerag Infinity team with that for that seven by six board, and that was super fun. Uh, I my uh, on the kill shot on the final floor, uh, Satsuki hit for 12 million damage. That was. A fun um i cleared zeus vulcan with reune aduna duna i did wadatsume with blue sonia that actually made the dungeon pretty easy um shiva dragon for kaguya hime i actually couldn't think of a really good team other than that like shiva dragon was super easy uh but that dungeon overall like I struggled when I cleared it originally, and I'm not sure I have like a better team than Shiva Dragon. Shiva Dragon is just so easy for that dungeon. I didn't want to really do anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Awoken Pandora for Indigo, followed by... Now, I wanted to do Rao for Zarag Infinity, and I tried a couple times, and I couldn't make it work. Um mainly because I was trying to use the subs that would allow me to sort of bypass the ninth floor, like void his damage and kill him, blah, blah, blah. It was a bad idea. So I ended up just uh, throwing the Saria Venus, like resist team on there. And that team is actually not even terribly slow. So it was fun to do. I also just liked that, not having to play the combo game on the ninth floor. Six combos or your die? I don't think so. Because <laughs> at that point, my team has 42k HP and 50% damage reduction for dark. So he hits me for 55k, and it's not even like half my HP. So, it's pretty cool. And then the last dungeon was Volsung, and I used a Bastet team because... Uh, dungeon is super easy with Bastet. <laughs> super cool, man. Yeah, so it, it was it was really fun to play all those different styles, um, and definitely like bust out some of the uh, the old faves. Ama GZL Norn Erd. It was great. Did you uh, plan dungeon by dungeon what you're going to use, or you kind of just were winging it each each dungeon? I. I was winging it a little bit, but I kind of had the idea that I had to save some teams for later. I was like, Bastet for Volsung, Volsung definitely. 
uh, and, you know, I was, had, been, had had in my mind that I was going to use Zarag Infinity for Aegir, but, like, you know, I didn't, you know, I didn't really, I just got kind of down to the end, and I was like, you know, maybe blue. So like I had, a, I had, I, I tried to make sure I used like leads that I weren't as strong or I wasn't as strong with uh, lower down on the list and, and then work my way up. So it was not, it, it wasn't too hard to be honest with you. I, my deaths were mostly sort of standard errors. Like I died with blue Sonia against Wadatsumi because I accidentally hit too hard on the first floor <laughs> And didn't have enough time to stall. But once I once I stalled enough, I cleared the dungeon, no problem. So I don't know. It was super fun. I think it's a it's a good way to make that whole thing interesting. Like you've got twenty five floors. Like I'm pretty sure Diana is just starting to do it because just twenty five is she's like twenty five dungeons is too much. But you know, if you give yourself this little challenge, it's it's pretty fun. Um, there's a, on Reddit, somebody posted another challenge, uh, called the merry-go-round challenge, which I think was really, is really cool. Uh, and kudos to them for, for putting it together and, and people for trying it. But, uh, basically, what is this? yeah, so the, the merry-go-round challenge, which is very neat. Uh, and, uh, this, uh, thing come up with by, by this, uh, guy whose username is right in your eye. Oh God. <laughs> uh, but the idea is that you basically you have five monsters on your team, right? So his idea was that you would pick five monsters and use oh. only them for the whole challenge set. Now you can use whatever leader you want, whatever friend leader you want, but you basically rotate those five monsters through in order, right? So you set them up and you just rotate them through in order throughout all of the 25 dungeons. That's so cool. So I just saw today, so the guy who posted that said that he would eat an onion uh, during the prize drawing because he had a prize that he was going to give away um, out of a drawing between the people that completed the challenge. He said he would eat a raw onion. A whole onion? or like Yeah, a, a whole raw onion Hopefully, if, so, small if somebody sweet. cleared it with a dark team. And so why did he say that? He said it because... There's Raphael in Sandalfon, who is has a ten turn dark absorb. You can stall it out, no? No, it's a ten turn dark absorb, and he does like a hundred k damage every five turns. Yeesh! So if you're running with a dark team, you have to somehow kill him. Um, and this guy ran it. He had, uh, I think, Zuo was his leader at the time, and he had an Anubis friend. And he basically just had to like combo high enough that the sub attributes on the right end of his team that weren't dark sub attributes would do enough damage to kill Raphael even after the darks healed him up to full because he's only got two point something million HP. <laughs> so the thing is, like, you don't have a lot of utility in your subs. You kind of have to choose leader subs. You have to choose subs that can be leaders and also have some decent utility. Um, but I, it's a pretty interesting challenge, and I know that... Uh, what are you going to do? I'm not doing it. Yeah, I did my Infinity Challenge, and I'm not going through those dungeons again. I got other stuff to do. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, I 
Do you have uh, some new monsters that you've uh, evolved recently that you're excited about? I'm working on some... I've really just been running plus eggs because we're getting times 10 descended all the time. Uh-huh. So I've... Uh, working on hypermaxing, Awoken Yomi, Awoken Ra, and Awoken Tusano. Cool. Uh... Well, see, there's Awoken Yomi. We can run Awoken Yomi teams together. I don't know if I have a team team. You don't, have a t- you don't have a team team? We can figure something out. It doesn't have to be a full hypermax team, but Awoken Yomi can clear a lot of stuff. It's just uh, you just got to be good at puzzling, which I am not as good. <laughs> All right, we'll try something. All right. Maybe we'll try Machine Zeus. Huh? I don't know about that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um cool and you've been farming plus eggs what have you been running to farm plus eggs kind of sugar yeah because it's available for this whole event huh it's available all day all day every day that's pretty cool uh i just i i kind of run kanatsugu until i get bored of paying that much attention while farming plus eggs and i'm like all right where's my uh where's my tengu coin dungeon <laughs> yep where you can just plus um, click farmer, what do you call it? Push button. Push button, ha. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the push button is, uh, it's nice. I mean, I could wish that, uh, I could wish that we had the, like, the bonus drop rate in the coin dungeons. Like, if you look on, like, pad guide, it says two times drop rate for all coin dungeons, but that doesn't apply to these descended coin dungeons. So, like, uh, if you go into the master level of tengu you don't get you know the same level of drops that we want to get if that makes sense the master level what do you mean by that yeah so uh tengu comes in master and legend one's 50 stamina the other's 30 i got that backwards though the master is 30 the legend is 50 uh when you have elevated drop rates on the master level the 30 stamina level you're guaranteed a drop on the first four floors so you're guaranteed at least three plus eggs and probably much probably four or five. Uh, that's kind of how that that dungeon works. And that's why it's a super lucrative plus egg per stamina dungeon. But uh, if right now we don't have the elevated drop rate, so it's not as good. Mm-hmm. You can get a low number of plus eggs. You could get two or one. Yeah, that's kind of it too, because I more often get six or seven. Yeah, you're you're pretty much, you know, six, five is your minimum, and there's only like a thirty three percent chance that you would get five, because of that, that you would get that mana commuter drop, and then uh, you know six and seven both happen pretty frequently. So, Kanatsugu definitely lucrative, just a little slower. Mm-hmm. All right, how about Final Fantasy collab? I Have pulled. You, you pulled? Yeah, I got um, some blue guy. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Blue guy with cat ears. Oh, I think that's Ishtola. Diana definitely wanted Ishtola and got her. Wait, so, it's, a, it's a girl? Yeah, pretty sure it's a girl. I'm, I'm seeing a nod from across the room, so I, I'm, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ishtola's a girl. That, that top looks very blouse, <clears throat> blousey. Yeah, it's a blousey top. <laughs> um, JJ wants Ishtola. It's super bad. 
Aww. He thinks this show's going to be really good for his uh, Rukia team. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure why he thinks that, but, you know, I'm fine with that. That sounds okay. Um, so, uh, Diana is it our... Go, fi- it, would, it would go great on my um, Lakshmi team. Oh, yeah, definitely. That I she don't she worked very well with Lakshmi. Um, so Diana's our friend who is the biggest Final Fantasy fan that we have. She currently plays Final Fantasy fourteen pretty regularly. Um, and so she knows all the characters by name. In fact, when it came, first came out in Japan, I would show her a picture of all the characters and she would name them for me. Even though, you know, I needed the translation, but she was just recognizing them and saying who they were. Um, so the, uh, collab came out just the other day and it was, was, uh, two days ago, Monday and Diana was pretty excited. Um, I wasn't planning to pull and then I just, Diana pulled a little bit trying to get Ishtola and then she pulled a Sephiroth and I was like kind of jealous and I'm like, oh man, pulling is fun. Pulling cool things is fun. Let me pull a little bit. So, um, I uh, I decided that I would pull until I got one of the cool... There's like basically three monsters that are like super interesting leaders um, that can be re- hit really hard and are really strong. Um, Sep- Sephiroth is one? Sephiroth is one, Lightning is one, and then Yuna is the other. So of those three, I was like, if I pull any of those three, I'm done. I'll stop. Um, I pulled... Uh, a few times uh had bought some discounted gift cards and i hadn't really pulled since the akechi incident <laughs> <laughs> so uh i was i had saved up a bunch of stones as well and uh i ended up pulling sephiroth and cloud and uh yeah that's it that's really all i wanted to do and i was pretty happy with it and i had enough uh i had enough of those uh like dupes of the silver eggs that I fed to Sephiroth and 297 him immediately. Nice. Yeah. This is an interesting debate right now because these monsters are coming out of the rare egg machine at plus 30. The debate of sell them or feed them? Yeah, monster points or or keep them. Monster points or feed them for plus eggs. And I think in the end, uh, if you try to weigh how much stamina the monster points are worth versus how much stamina the plus eggs are worth, uh, it's good to go for the plus eggs. Mm-hmm. But that's if you're able to farm monster points in the efficient ways that are available. And that means regularly clearing uh, the special dungeons in co-op mode. So, like, if you can farm Nordis, like I was talking about, then, yeah, you want to go with plus eggs versus monster points because, you know, 25 stamina gets you 500 monster points. You know, you can get a you can get that three thousand monster points with like two hundred stamina. It's really not that bad. You can't necessarily get thirty plus eggs with two hundred stamina. Yeah, for realsies. So, or maybe I did the math wrong, but you know, it, it's close enough that I was like, no, feed him, feed him, get the plus eggs. Like, and I'm actually pretty close to my max still on monster points because I'm still waiting for Xiang Mei. <laughs> When will when will that happen? Uh, a lot of people are speculating June first ish. Nice. And 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 specifically June first because our monster point dungeon 
like the Monster Point lineup in the store changes on the first and the fifteenth. So people are thinking that it didn't it didn't happen this time. So they're thinking next time, and it will be about two months after it came out in Japan. All right, so uh, you know the Final Fantasy collab is pretty interesting. Sephiroth is uh, Sephiroth is going to be our leader of the pod. We'll talk more about uh, what makes Sephiroth the s-rank leader that he is according to some websites out there Ooh, exciting yeah um so let's move on to what's going on in na right now uh, north american news right now like we just mentioned zhang mei i had a re- i wrote down zhang mei where are you i see that like I, i've been ready for i've been ready since the beginning of this month yeah you got a team ready you got the monster points i got the team ready i got the monster points i got latent tamadras i got regular tamadras i got all the evo materials you have all the things oh yeah and the plus eggs as well so everything's ready for zhang mei yeah, but she's not here yet. But that's all right. We uh, what else do we got to amuse ourselves while we're waiting? We got this ten, 10 million downloads event. Oh yeah, what's going on in that? We got ten times plus eggs all day. Ten times plus eggs every event now. What is going on with? Are we just gonna always have it now? I don't think we're gonna always have it. JP seems to alternate their events between like ten times plus eggs and five times plus eggs in Descended Dungeons. So, you know, five times plus eggs is still good, but uh, it's usually if you're going to stone to run the dungeons to farm, you probably want to wait till 10x plus eggs. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless you just don't care. So there's like, if stones, if, if you're going to spend stones, but those stones still like mean something to you, then you wait till 10x. But, you know, if you're going to spend stones and stones don't really mean anything to you, then 5x is okay for certain dungeons. Um, we've had some interesting stuff lately. Uh, we've had the, like the random 20 times plus eggs in descendants for like mech dragons. And that's actually a pretty, pretty good dungeon to run. Uh, and then like this morning we had, you know, right up till nine o'clock we had, uh, I think 10 times plus eggs in some normal dungeons, oceans of heaven. I saw somebody post it on Reddit. They got a run where they got seven plus eggs in a run of Oceans of Heaven. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, seven plus eggs for 15 stamina is a really good rate. <laughs> I how, mean, you're how obviously not happen? maintainable. How often do we get this bonus? The uh, Oceans of Heaven one. I mean, it seems like uh, you know it pops up every once in a while. Like I don't know what kind of schedule it's on, but uh, it pops up. And for some reason... it. It's like uh, it's like the the gung ho benefit for people that are up all night long. <laughs> I don't because it's yeah. always like one, you know. It's the uh, diehard like patters. Well, it it starts today. It started at one a.m. and night ended at nine a.m. Wow! <laughs> so it's like, so yeah. I mean, the, obviously, there's other the times. Night yeah, but like this, it's the NA pad, right? So, you know, like most of the time most of the players are going to be asleep for that so i don't i don't know why the why the timing on that but maybe they just don't they just really don't want it to actually be available for that long (laughs) they want you to be up at all times yeah i don't maybe they're just trying to increase their nighttime stone money revenue they're just like yeah you know what 
we're not making much money at night when people are asleep. So let's make 10, time, 20, 10 times plus eggs in Oceans of Heaven, but only from 1 a.m. to 9 a.m. Yeah, it's like the same thing like with Tuesdays. Tuesday's like the worst day of the week, so all these places have like specials. Taco Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Dollar Scoop Tuesday. <laughs> Magic Stone Midnight. Magic Stone Midnight. <laughs> all right. So uh, the, um, the one million event, we had the that one-time special bundle where you could buy <coughs> ten stones for five bucks. Oh yeah, yeah. The ten, the the special bundle, the ten million. I'm actually disappointed in myself. I opened my pal points by accident. Oh no! <laughs> I was gonna save them in my mail for when uh, when we get like the the plus egg pal egg machine that uh, JP got for a short time. Oh my god. There was like every every monster dropped out of the machine as like a plus three. You're lying. That can't be a thing. It was That's... a real thing for like three days. That's fucking awesome. So I like any pl- any pal points I'm getting in the mail from challenges or whatever, uh, I'm saving them until then. I should do that too. Yeah. I was I like opened up my mail, I was like, No, that was like a huge chunk of pal points that i opened up by accident and i had to spend it on the stupid evo carnival <laughs> god i've also i'm also disappointed in myself because i've done pretty well not doing any in-app purchases uh-huh because at one point i just like i spent more money than i had and i'm like all right kevin you better relax just like you know make stones the natural way uh-huh but like i caved i had to it was such a good deal yeah it's yeah, it's it's not that much money and it was a good deal for sure you got one free pull too yeah what'd you get i got a second amon second amon were you excited about that nope i sold it uh i got michael which is pretty cool i think i used to have a michael but sold them and then uh awoken astroth came around and i was like oh man i wish i had that michael back but Wait, uh got so, the replacement so so everyone got gold eggs then right yeah, I think it's only gold eggs in that's, that dungeon. That's pretty it was, cool. It was like all Pantheon gods and uh, no no GFEs. Mm. I, don't, I think that there weren't trash golds either. But I don't remember the complete lineup. I got a GFE with my, my stones that I bought. Oh, I, did you pull in Godfest as well? Yes, I got a Fenrir. I, wanted, ah. I really wanted one, but now I don't have a team for it. 625 times attack. No big deal. No big deal. Uh, Can we do a... I will send an email to us requesting a Fenrir Leader of the Week. Oh, you're going to email in your own question? <laughs> I'm going to email like, hey guys, it's me. <laughs> Kevin, you know me, right? Can we talk about Fenrir? Uh, we already talked about Fenrir a little bit. We can talk about it again. Okay, I want a whole episode. A whole episode on Fenrir. An hour and a half of just Fenrir. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But not really. Welcome to Fenrir, bros. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about third-hand Fenrir and, and, and dubious Fenrir. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> all right uh so 10 million downloads event uh kind of fun 10 times plus eggs big descended challenge uh we're getting uh we're getting our 
Tamadras and Magic Stones as oh, a, yeah. a one-a-day dungeon. I like that. I love me a scramble. Yeah, ten, the ten-egg scramble, which made me laugh super hard. A Tamadra, uh, tamadra scramble. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the It's very JP style, this event, as, as our events have been getting. Whimsical and hilarious? I know. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh I went to uh so uh when we last spoke and we're trying to pod and then I went to go visit my friend in the hospital. I went to go buy her something and we went to a bookstore and while I was there I was in the humor section. I was just kind of looking to see if there was anything actually good. And then uh I found this a book and it was the complete book of Japanese useless parentheses not useless inventions and and they had things like a portable lamp post and it was like if you could picture like a like it was like a coat hanger so there was like four wheels on the bottom and then straight up above that and then there's like an arm that comes over and then a light that hung there and it was so that you could carry it with you as you walk down the street and never have to walk down a dark street again oh my gosh so it would roll along beside you, and it's got a lamp light above your head. And is it battery-powered, like, or what is it? I presume it's battery-powered, yes. It was phenomenal. There, that book was absolutely amazing. I, I enjoyed it very much. I would love to see it. <laughs> yeah, I'll have, to find, I'll have to find that for you. Maybe that'll be your welcome home present the next time you come up and visit. I thought you said welcome home, like move back home. Oh, well, if you move back home, I'll definitely buy you that. <laughs> Throw in a free magic stone pull and I'm in. Yeah, yeah. I'll, Kevin, you know, if you move back home and we can podcast without the use of Skype, I will buy you an 85 pack. Oh, my uh, God. Uh, I got to go pack BRB. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Don't tease me. I miss, I miss home too much. Uh, well, I won't tempt you too badly. I have to stay here for a bit, at least a year. Let me <laughs> just try it out. All right, I'm not. I won't try to talk you out of LA. LA is fine. We'll come visit, and it'll make it easier to stay there. Nice. Um, last thing about the 10 million downloads event is this ranking dungeon that we got. Fixed team, Awoken Horus Hypermax team. Have you tried it yet? I have not. What? I know. All right, I've, we. I've, we'll been, I've been lagging. Should we pause? I'm gonna pause the podcast so I can try it once, and then. Yeah. I haven't tried it yet. I'll try it maybe later today. Okay. So in any case, this ranking dungeon, uh, uh, we'll just do a quick. I'll do a quick breakdown for you. Uh, Maybe people will benefit from this, but I think that it's kind of out there what you should do with the team. So your team is Horus. Your team is Awoken Horus, which means uh, your attack is greatly increased if you use a skill on a turn they use a skill and you've got to match colors at least four to get any multiplier and then up to you know you get an additional attack boost if you get five colors um your team is all hypermax and it's horus and i think there's actually like a fake skill boost in there because all your skills are up first turn even though they shouldn't be mm-hmm. um but in any case uh you have Awoken Horus as your leaders, and then your subs are the Red, Blue, Green, and Dark Mechanical Star God Series 1. 
Mm-hmm. So we're talking Castor, Spica, Alresha? No. Alresha, the blue one. And then uh, Antares, the red one. So if you're a scrub like me and you don't combo hard enough to kill monsters with a straight 20x multiplier or 16x multiplier, which is my problem, I need to use a skill basically every turn to clear that dungeon. My skill sequence is to use Horus on the first floor. Right? They give me a little extra time. You can use the orbs that are on the board and combo to kill Leylon. Mm-hmm. Alright? It's a, and it's all the monsters that you face don't attack you. So all you you're just trying to clear you're trying to kill each monster as fast as you can. They do attack, but only every ninety nine turns. Oh wow! This is yeah. a, a game of speed then. It's it's a game of combo skill and speed. Um, you only have two time extends on that team, so you only have five seconds of combo time, unless you use Horus, who adds one second for one turn. For one turn, yeah. So I use Horus on that first turn. You're trying to kill a Woken Leylon. Second floor is a Woken Karin. I like to use Spica to make extra green from whatever hearts are on the board. That skill t- skill usage makes my attack stronger. And then if I just hit even four colors with maybe a couple green matches, that'll usually kill Karin. Next floor after that is Maymay. Maymay is like the Awoken Maymay that you face has really high defense. So this is the floor where you want to hit red TPAs. And if you hit over 500k, and it's a little less than 500k, but to be safe, 500k. If you hit over 500k with uh, your Awoken Horus leaders, you will crack the defense on Meimei. And just take her out. That's like one TPA and two combos? No, it's uh, you got to hit all your colors. Um, uh, with a red TPA. So uh, using a skill, red TPA, hit all four colors and uh, a six combos should kill her every time. Mm. So skill, red TPA, all five colors and uh, six, six combos. I think that actually... You only need four colors, red TPA, skill, and six combos to kill as well. You don't necessarily need that fifth color. But um, I use Antares to make extra red. Um, If you hit two red matches and all five colors and six combos, that'll kill as well, even if you don't TPA. Um, But yeah, got to crack the defense. Use red TPAs as needed. Uh, the next floor is Woken Haku. I like to use the blue uh, Alresha uh, because that boosts my attack and makes it a little easier to hit my combos. Because uh, often when you use one of those skills, you don't even really have to try very hard to combo that color. So you can make that color match relatively easily. Uh, the next floor, which is the second to last floor, is Awoken Sakuya. Um, you can, if you have a fair number of dark orbs on the board, it's probably good to just use a Awoken Horus at this point and just combo, uh, and make maybe two dark matches along with all five of your colors. And that would probably be enough to kill her. Um, that's if you have a decent amount of red. Uh, if you don't, 
using caster is also good uh making extra dark matches sometimes you know your caster by himself can kind of hit hard enough to kill awoken sukuya because if you hit like three dark combos with all the rest of your combos colors um he'll be hitting hard enough to take her out by himself mm-hmm. and then on the last floor we get fagan um, I pop basically whatever I have left at that point. Usually Spika is back up and Horus. So I use Horus for time, Spika to make my comboing a little easier, and I just try to hit him as hard as I can, as many many dark matches as possible, and red TPAs if I can. So, what um, <clears throat> you're in the top ten, no? I so I tried it. Uh, you know the first day that it came out because i really like ranking dungeons i think it's fun to run but uh so i tried it uh i've tried it a number of times uh and i'm just not very good at it uh i managed to get into the top 10 with a score of about 114,000. that put me at like 5.7 or something percent and then over the next two days i got squeezed down until i was at about 9.2 percent um so i ran it a few times this morning managed to pop uh to get a good score of 120k uh and that bumped me back up into back up below uh six percent so i'm like 5.5 or something like that right now and so i'm feeling relatively safe in that in that zone wow you're so impressive no i don't think so (laughs) are you kidding Uh, me you're top six percent how why are you saying no well i just don't think it's very impressive like i I tried a bunch of times, so I don't know. I mean, top one percent would be impressive. You withhold your withhold your impress impressive. I don't even know what to say. Withhold your admiration of me until uh, until I'm top one percent. Too late, Evan. <laughs> Too late. Yeah, just not really that good at that. So, uh, yeah, I I need to pop a skill every turn. Uh, if you were better, if better and faster at comboing then you might not need to and that's how you get up to the top one percent but it's a skill only dungeon there's no team building involved that's fun i'll try it later yeah i think i think you'll enjoy it or be super frustrated our friend joe our friend joey posted his score and he had like a negative 150k score Mm. Uh uh-huh because he took forever to clear the dungeon and he was above 10% of people he was in the 90% range <laughs> oh my god so it's like people people are struggling with it somebody else posted their score like uh you know like it was like negative 10k and they were like at 60% or something like that that's so funny yeah um cool so i i look forward to hearing how the ranking dungeon goes for you well Hearing those numbers, probably not that bad. Uh, do you have anything you want to add about uh, this North America event or any news? Mm, no. Well, I can say that uh, you know we've got this Final Fantasy collab. Um, JP had Final Fantasy and then Pat Academy pretty much right after, so I have my fingers crossed for Pat Academy as well. Pat Academy's coming. Gonna get both my Athenas. Yeah, both your Athenas. I know Diana's like she was texting me the other day, she like realized that G Kali would fit really well on her uh Awoken Artemis team. 
or maybe awoken astroth team and i was like oh i don't know <laughs> i think it was i think it was awoken uh awoken artemis team and she was kind of excited about that and i was like babe that's that's gonna take a lot a lot of a lot of pulls to try and get green collie you just but, gotta believe in the heart of the cards yeah that's probably what she'll say <laughs> <laughs> all right let's move on to some jp news um, JP. At, yeah as mentioned earlier uh the light for gentlemen series the chrysanthemum was uh released uh the name is shumin it's x-i-u-m-i-n i believe shumin um pretty interesting monster massive massive hp like 7k hp <laughs> so we're talking tank here no uh i don't know i mean like i think you know the description of tanky is having hp and recovery right like so if you're if you've got good hp and recovery so that's like the you know the dragon bounds with the awoken greeks right mm-hmm. so we got like you know saria thor my saria thor team has 50 plus k hp and has two and a half times recovery so that's really good this thing has 7,000 HP and zero recovery. So, like, the, the, the team is going to have a fair amount of HP, but just very little ability to recover on its own. Although, some of the monsters that fit really well as subs do have very high recovery. So, you, Sun Wukong is a physical monster and a healer and has a lot of recovery, and he has some rows and some skill boosts and works really well on the team. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked on the four-man pod, the uh, two-man, two-woman pod, <laughs> about Yo-Yu. Who, me? Yo- huh? <laughs> yeah, 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 you. <laughs> Yo-Yu. <laughs> Have you been waiting all month to say that? <laughs> I was waiting. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. Um, Yo-Yu... Uh, is the blue of the four gentlemen series hits a really high multiplier shu min should is, i get yo yu i think so yes um we'll talk we can maybe uh, maybe we'll have a fenrir yo yu pod where we just talk about monsters <laughs> all about that, kevin all about kevin and what he should do um so yo yu uh I keep I keep fooling myself into saying thinking that I'm saying it like very poorly, but whatever. Uh, hits really hard. Blue monster um, is an attacker. Um, this guy is physical, light, huge HP, uh, very low recovery. Also hits an, a similarly high attack, but is super super orb hungry. <laughs> orb thirsty. Yeah, um, you need to match. I'm pretty confident you need to match 10 light orbs to activate the leader skill, uh, to activate one part of the leader skill, and then another set of three to activate the leader skill fully. So we're talking 13 light orbs. Wow. You need some orb changers. Yeah, you need orb changers. And it just, to me, this team doesn't seem like it can really go through long dungeons very well 
which is not to say it can't, but it's not ideal. Like I'm sure people will put out videos clearing Arena 2 with this monster as a leader. It makes sense. Uh, you know, the, the monster can kill just about anything. Uh, but, you know, if you get a dungeon that has like a three-turn light, if you get a floor that has a three-turn light absorb, uh, I was just facing uh, Sonya Grand Reverse has a three-turn light absorb. This this team doesn't have an HP multiplier. It just has high HP. It doesn't have a recovery multiplier. It You can put monsters on it with high recovery, though. But, like, you know, if you have a three-turn light absorb in a dungeon, like, you're not going to be able to, like, tank and heal through that if the monsters are doing any sort of level of decent attack. So, I think Sonya Grand Reverse hits for, you know, 10, 12, 15, 20k, uh, you know, every turn. And, you know, you're, you're hosed. Like, if you hit a 99% HP reduction, you know, followed by a strike, you're, you're in trouble with this team. So doesn't have the stat boost uh that really makes it viable uh as like a you know an end game leader it's not going to be an s rank leader but this monster does hit really hard so it's cool just for that you know like i might even be interested in getting one just because i have good subs for that monster and it'd be fun to try and just smash my way through some stuff every once in a while yeah a smashing team yeah those like hundred hundred plus times attack is pretty interesting. So, uh, have you taken a look at the artwork for the chrysanthemum girl guy girl? No, my pad, my pad guide is down. Pad guide or pad X? Well, pad X is down, but my pad guide on my my phone's been acting really weird. But, really? Uh, yeah, I'm. I have to look it up on a a different phone. Oh, strange. Mm-hmm. What All right. is, do you have the number maybe uh i don't unfortunately have it on the top of my head i uh I, i'm preparing for the cute corner <laughs> Ooh. so that's the only thing i have up on my pad guide <laughs> well me too i have to go back to mine um actually let me i'll write down my number right now so that we can uh so that I can take a look at some of the new Godfest exclusives that we're going to talk about next. So, uh, one thing I we'll, we'll move on from Chrysanthemum Girl uh, and talk about the fact that there's there haven't been that many streams in JP. I've like been waiting for the next JP stream where they announce a bunch of cool alt evos or stuff like that, and nothing. It's, I've been kind of bereft, bereft of. Like exciting. Do you think news. they're just like waiting for like a really big thing to happen? I I hope so. I hope that something big is coming out. I mean, you know, they seem pretty stoked on hitting you know 100 million downloads. I think they might have hit, or I'm sorry, 100 million downloads worldwide and 10 million in NA. So I don't know. Hopefully they'll hopefully they'll do something fun soon. Although, uh, you know, there was the the one or two streams that I was able to watch because they were like during, you know, relatively early in the day in Japan. Uh, but you know, since then they've been doing them at like 6 PM Japan time, which is like after midnight Pacific time. And I'm not able to, really when you're running, when you're running oceans of heaven. Yeah, you're right. I, maybe someday they'll have a oceans of heaven, 10 times plus eggs event that coincides with a stream and I'll be able to do both. And, and be productive with my night instead of sleeping like normal. 
sleeping like a lazy the lazy person that i normally am lazy human lazy human all right uh so let's talk about these new godfest exclusives that were released in japan there's three of them including white fenrir (gasps) why gotta be fenrir (laughs) uh so white fenrir uh is similar to the regular fenrir uh this one has God Killer, a couple time extends, a couple skill bind resist, and a skill boost, and really good HP uh, over almost uh, getting up towards five thousand HP, which is pretty cool. And then uh, instead of having the color matching part of the leader skill, it's straight jammer match for attack, which means you can try to do you can do your jammers, connecting your jammers for attack, but you can also stack colors of a certain combo or certain color combos to fuel your attack uh so you can hit 100 times attack with uh with this fenrir and uh you also uh get 2.25 times recovery for devil type so light devils kind of interesting this team this team is cute too it is kind of... I like this one better than the regular Fenrir. Although I, their art is almost the same, isn't it? It's pretty similar. So, I, for some reason, the light just looks looks better to me. Let me look at Fenrir again. Oh, no, it's not the same. <laughs> I mean, it's a similar concept, but... Yep, definitely like the light better. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, so, we have... Uh, this uh, light Fenrir, and then we have uh, sort of Shira. other other version. Sh- huh? What is Shiras? Uh, so Sherius is uh, they released the blue one, uh, blue light version. Uh, that's been a Godfest exclusive that's been out for a little bit, uh, and now they're releasing a light dark version. Uh, and this is a monster that has uh, two time extends, TPA, skill boost, skill by resist, and God Killer, and then has a decali active going changing your board to all colors plus hearts uh and then also doing uh 999 fixed damage on one enemy so it's kind of like uh what lightning does uh so uh you know could be used against predra uh, and set you up for the next floor um or something like that any other monster that has that low low hp that you can kill with something like that or even you know if you're just just want that decali board uh you know you don't care about slightly under a thousand damage um and then uh the leader skill uh allows you to hit up to 110 and a quarter attack uh that's hitting all six colors and it also has uh 2.25 recovery but that's only if your team is made up of dragon types. Mm-hmm. So if you can put together a dragon type team that hits all your colors, uh, you can have 110 times attack and 2.25 times recovery. So it's pretty good. Uh, could be pretty exciting. And I think, uh, you know, there's probably some good subs. There's probably even, you know, given the fact that we have a lot of farmable dragons, I think there's probably a lot of good farmable, uh, farmable subs for that monster. Mm. Yeah, I don't know about this artwork though. Yeah, not not my favorite. It's like 
you know, you know, I'm not a huge fan of like super busy artwork, and uh, you know, I mean, I guess it's okay for me for there be, to be a lot going on with art, but like, I don't like there for there to be a lot going on with art to the point where I can't really like identify the monster. <laughs> yeah, my eyes are looking. <clears throat> yeah. All right. So I, you know, actually, the the Sherry's roots one is not as bad to me as the green balden or balden or whatever it is that they released which is the other one uh that one's even busier but uh you know not not as not as interesting a monster so i think we'll just pass over that one for now uh it's got a, a like a shield and something else it's active is pretty pretty okay what do we got void defense for one turn and reduce damage by 50 percent for one turn so uh, a fairly useful active ability, but uh, not as exciting a monster uh, as uh, some others maybe. Pairs with uh, Awoken Artemis for two times attack, or uh, so uh, same attack skill as Awoken Artemis, and two times uh, recovery instead of two times HP for Artemis. So you'd have two times. HP, two times recovery, and uh, up to 16 times attack. So, kind of interesting there. Uh, but not, maybe not exciting enough for us to spend a lot of time on. What happens How... to all the old God Fest exclusives? Well, I mean, they did phase out some of them, and people are speculating that they may do that again. So, uh, the Guan Yus and the Zhuge Liangs used to be God Fest exclusives, along with Apocalypse. Uh, and those have all sort of been, uh, you know, pushed out of the, pushed out of the Godfest exclusives into the uh, the regular REM machine. So, they may phase somebody out. Who who would you phase out first? I don't. I love them all. You love them all. Maybe the. Um, maybe the. Metatrons. The Metatrons. Yeah, that's where I would have gone too. They're not, they're becoming less and less relevant. Yeah. They're they're being voted off the island. <laughs> Such an exclusive club this god festival. Yes. All right. Moving on from these to another monster that was newly released. What do you think about Robin Hood? Men in tights? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Robin Hood the monster, man. Wait, I didn't even know this was a thing. Uh he's uh two nine two zero. What looking super cool. Alright. So you're a fan. I want it. Yeah, we got Tinkle Tinkerbell. He's got some super quads too. Yeah, look at that. That's like my squad's goal. That's your quad goal, Robin yeah. Hood. All right, uh, pretty pretty interesting monster. Uh, you know, he's got the balance killer, double TPA, time extend, skill boost, double skill bind resist. So pretty nice to fill out uh, any team that might be lacking in uh, skill bind resist. He yeah. is uh, so create... two of him are eighty percent. Yeah, absolutely, and. Uh, like uh, leader skill wise, we're looking at that extra recovery and uh, twenty five times attack. Um, you know, I'm not. 
he I mean he'd probably be a good pull to start with. Uh, you could you could do a lot with him, uh, stacking your team with balance types, and uh, you'd have like sort of a, a really good recovery all the time. You'd have um, you know a low attack that wouldn't be too hard to activate your pretty high attack if that makes sense. So, uh, but you know no no ability to burst super super hard. Um, pretty sweet skill though. Skill is pretty nice too. Yeah, so we're looking at three wood orbs created at random, uh, and then one and a half times attack for wood attribute for three turns, and that's on a nine turn cooldown. So you're looking at actually boosting. You're probably going to be boosting your uh, your wood attack overall uh, by fifty percent for you know two thirds of your turns so you'll you'll pop a robin hood wait three turns and then pop another another robin hood um so you know you'd have extra high attack for a lot of your a lot of your time in a dungeon so uh but cool monster tinkerbell's up there in the corner got a got a nice bow although it's a little hard to identify it looks like he's aiming the arrow sort of right at his awakenings (laughs) (laughs) at the time extent yeah so I I like this. He's gonna shoot an apple off the finger. <laughs> this seems like a fun, easy leader to use. Yeah, so he'd be pretty cool. So I, I I'd be I'd be down with Robin Hood, and I I like the fact that they did Robin Hood as a monster. I'm I'm a hundred percent behind that. What is this? Uh, what is his series? Or is it uh, like he's a... in the series with uh, Napoleon that we talked about last time. Uh, Napoleon, uh, Oda, Nobunaga, Nobunaga. And uh, Yang Guifei, I think. If I'm probably not saying it is this, right. Is this all from memory? Or are you like reading? That was all from memory. Wow. Well, I'm uh, pronouncing it wrong from memory. Oh, it is Yang Guifei. Um, so that series has all been released recently, and I guess they're all sort of uh, famous historical figures or semi-mythical historical figures. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, and I think I don't know if we've had blue though. So we've had light, dark, red, and green. I don't know if a blue one's come out. So maybe we still might be in line for another one in that series. And I think they're gonna they're gonna be uh, gala exclusives. So fun. All right, one more bit of JP news. Uh, I sort of mashed together some JP news for this podcast and, and didn't have too much. Uh, that I was really focusing on at the time, uh, but the Chibi Egg Machine. Did you see it? Coming did back. You, did you see any news about it? I saw some new monsters being introduced. The Chibis? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So what's your favorite? Dan is very partial to Chibi Valkyrie Claire. Uh, I was about to say the same one. And then also a big fan of Chibi Pandora with her hat. <laughs> Are we talking about artwork? Or are we talking about just Ar- artwork wise? I mean, all the monsters—they're—they're they're chibis, right? So they—if um, you don't have one of these already, they're very nice. Um, like if you don't have the regular version, but they're not going to be as good as the regular version. Um, they gave them interesting awakenings. Uh, like so, we have—you uh, know—our chibi awoken Amaterasu, which is pretty badass she's got beans just like regular amaterasu but she's chibi she's actually she's super cute uh she's unbindable uh and has two light rows so that's you know situationally might be really good 
um, Chibi Awoken Yomi. I'm really uh, into Erd. Really into Chibi Erd? Erd's kind of adorable. <laughs> With the glasses, yeah. The and, huge glasses. And she's got three red rows, which is pretty cool. Like uh, Erd and Verdandi both got three rows in their color. Uh, Scald got three rows and a skill boost. So, And then uh, Chibi Valkyrie Claire got a skill boost, skill bind resist, and then devil killer and dragon killer. So that's, mm. that's pretty cool too. I I the I believe that the stats are a little bit lower than the non-chibi versions, but uh pretty cool series nonetheless and they're they're pretty neat. Awoken Yomi got just three killer awakenings. So she's a healer killer, uh I believe that's enhanced material killer and god killer. What? <laughs> So, uh, interesting, definitely. Uh, one of the things that uh, to keep in mind with these chibis, if, if you do get excited to try and pull a chibi Valkyrie Claire or a chibi Erd, something like that, um, they would be good uh, donators for skill inheritance because like all the ones we've just mentioned are all five and six star uh, monsters and you don't have to evolve them at all. They're going to come out of the egg machine as is. Oh. And uh, you can, you know, skill these things up and then max level them and then uh, do a skill inheritance to put the skill of this Awoken monster that you might only have one of onto somebody else. That's pretty nice to think about. Yeah, Chibis so there's... Being little helpers for your inheritance exactly exactly all right any more jp news from you uh none at all yeah i didn't think so (laughs) (laughs) if you don't have time to puzzle uh i barely have any time i mean yeah exactly all right so leader of the week slash pod i always say leader of the week because that's what i wrote down months and months ago and we don't do a pod every week in fact in fact, we're struggling to do a pod every month. It's true. Until I move back. Yeah. <laughs> which which will be a while. All right. Sephiroth. Uh, so Mr. Sephiroth. He is one-winged angel Sephiroth. Uh, and he's working all the purple. Yeah. So he's got a really interesting leader skill um, that scales based on so he's got a static three times attack for devils and attackers so we're going to focus on devils and attackers for his team uh there there is some reason to go outside that for very specific monsters but uh in general you want to get your your whole team set up with devils or and attackers um static three times attack and two and a quarter times recovery no matter what colors you match right and then we can go from the three times attack up to nine times attack the more colors we match. So hearts don't matter, but if you match four colors, you're going to get four times attack times nine. So there's like 36 times attack. And if you match five colors, you're getting an 81 times attack. Wowza. So he hits pretty hard. He's also got two TPAs, so if you do a dark TPA and you hit that 81 times attack, you're hitting over a million damage with this guy. And that's not that hard. You know, four dark orbs and then, you know, three other, like, four other color matches, 
not super difficult to do. So he's got a relatively easy to activate leader skill. Yeah. Um, the restricted sub pool, as we mentioned, only attackers and devils, but the leader skill is relatively easy to hit. Um, the TPAs boost your damage quite a bit, um, and he's got a really high attack stat. He's like a number three attacker in the game right now, according to the pad guide, uh, at 2,300 attack. So if we 297 him, he's hitting really, really hard. He's the um, cannon of all cannons. Yeah. So he also has another awakening that makes him really good for the current endgame content. He has Machine Killer. Oh, boy. So, so Machine Killer is going to boost you going through both Machine Hera and Machine Zeus because pretty much every monster in there is a machine. And... Uh, you know, you see people are able to, like, clear Machine Zeus with Sephiroth as a leader, running it solo. Running, I mean, like, this is extreme, but somebody, I watched a video of someone clearing Machine Zeus with Sephiroth as a leader, going solo with only farmable subs. And that's pretty intense. What are the farmable subs? Uh, I don't know, I didn't remember them all together, but, uh, I think one was the Raphael skill up, uh, and there's there's a few other in there, but I don't want to go into it too much. But I will say that it it was pretty impressive. Um, not, you know, not something I'd necessarily want to do. Um, I'm I'm impressed by it, and I admire the person that did it. But you know, I personally will will put on the best subs I can because, as we said earlier, I am not good enough to to need the extra challenge. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, you know, with Sephiroth, you know, we want to, you know, just make sure we have full skill bind resist. Uh, we want to be able to have some dark TPAs if possible. We need to hit all of our colors. Um, so Sephiroth is dark, dark. He does, has a dark sub attribute, which means that to hit So would all you want to go like dark main type and then, uh, other color sub attribute? Yeah, that would be my plan, to do dark main type, and then my four subs would have all four of the other colors as sub-attributes. So, um, personally, I'm going to run Sephiroth with uh, Awoken Yomi uh, to cover green and give me some extra time to combo, because I'm not that good at it. Um <laughs> Uh, I have Dark Kali on there to fill in red. And now Dark Kali doesn't get the attack bonus, so she's not going to hit hard at all. But her active ability is basically perfect. Um, so I'll have her on there. You're going to go Kali over Valkyrie, Valkyrie Claire? I don't have Valkyrie Claire. So, oh, okay. So I can't. Um, I put Awoken Aduna Duna on there to fill out my blue. Uh, it's a... Blue Dark Devil um, has double TPA uh, and also with its active ability boosts the attack from both blue and dark monsters. So um, can hit really hard that way. And then I have Satsuki on there uh, with her triple TPA. Um, she's an attacker, so she hits monstrously Dang. hard Your on this bu team. so buff. Well, uh, you know, the... Satsuki active ability actually doesn't really help me uh, because she takes away blue orbs, which I need to hit my active ability. So I, I basically she's on there only to hit hard. <laughs> so 
uh, we'll see how this would run in, uh, you know, something difficult. But um, let's talk about what your ideal subs would be. Um, and there's some really good uh, monsters that are dark devils and attackers that fit into this team. So you mentioned already Valkyrie Claire, who yes. is... You, there's two versions of Valkyrie Claire. There's Beach Claire from the Summer Collab, and then there's Valkyrie Claire, uh, you know, sort of regular version. Are they um, both ideal, or is one preferred? Both of them work. Uh, one is dark blue, the other's dark red. Mm-hmm. So they both work. Um, I would, you know, if you have dark red, throw that in there. Um, the dark blue one might work as well. Um, so both options work there. Uh, Awoken Yomi is pretty good to cover that green. Uh, other green options that you could throw in there are Halloween Alrone. Alrone. I don't I can't, I've never known how to pronounce that. But she's dark green, unbindable bind clear. Um, and then Awoken, Awoken Hades, uh, you know, would be a purely utility usage. But uh, he does do a time extend with his active and he does a gravity. So uh, wouldn't be a bad monster to throw onto a Sephiroth team for uh like awoken uh it's like uh sorry machine zeus who are your uh, dark light choices dark light choices you have halloween kali is like the perfect monster for this uh, she gives you the exact board you need to max hit your maximum multiplier she's double tpa she covers light she's she's really really good um and then other dark light options you could go with loki uh in the dark light version he also has a dark blue version that would fit on there as well uh but that dark light version uh gives you the boost to attack for your whole team uh that's pretty nice there's dark light batman who has a two-turn delay that'd be pretty pretty great on there um so there's those options uh let's see what else we have uh okuni nushi would be a dark blue option that would fit really well uh, Durga is another dark blue option that works okay. Um, D Meta is a dark blue option that works pretty darn well, honestly. Like the the Orb Enhance plus damage reduction could be really crucial. Um, and then uh, let's see, there's some other options that are not as good. I already mentioned D Kali, uh, Persephone, uh, two TPAs fills the blue, but changes hearts and light to dark meaning that you can't hit the really the maximum multiplier if you use her active ability which doesn't mean that you can't use her active ability it's just like your multiple your hit won't be as hard like same with satsuki like i have her on the team uh she she does i mean like if i use her active ability and it gives me enough dark orbs to hit like three dark tpas along with my other three colors you know i'm only getting the 36 times attack but like because the tpas are there i'm hitting really really hard um even with with a 36 times so um and then also another option is uh you know those weird monsters that came out that uh their active ability is to change their color for a turn yeah would those be yeah well the one of those that's dark he's dark blue so he fills that blue slot, and that that color change ability comes on a two turn cooldown. 
Wow. I mean, sorry, sorry, not two, three turn cooldown. So that three turn cooldown is ripe for skill inheritance. So that low cooldown allows you to have something else on there. And so you could have this monster with his double TPA, his his good attribute, his attacker attribute, uh, his or his uh, his attacker typing, and then his blue sub attribute to fill in that color, and you could have some other good active ability tacked onto that three turns that he has. Mm-hmm. So that's a very very interesting thing to do that I've that's seen. That's a cool mechanic. Yeah. Um, so I focused on dark. Uh, for this uh, dark monsters with those sub attributes but other monsters of off color would fit in there um, so even just focusing on uh, you know utility subs with shields yeah I uh, like I like the idea that to have like these two like giant cannons and then just having awesome utility subs to fill in the color yeah so you could have awoken Isis would color would cover blue and green and give you bind clear uh, Phoenix Rider would give you a shield and cover uh, red and blue, and, or Kushi would cover green and give you that big, that 75% shield. So uh, there's other monsters that would fit in, uh, fit in with the leader skill and with the multiplier, but not uh, not necessarily match colors. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so, you know, it's an option there. Uh, we also have farmable subs that would fit in and, and help cover some of the colors and our... Uh, dark. So we have uh, Zerag Infinity uh, is dark blue. We have. I like uh, that you. I like that you label it as Z eight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, our vampire also dark blue. Z eight is definitely the short way to write Zerag Infinity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, vampire. There's a dark blue option and a blue dark option depending on what you want to do. Um, Diza would give you a shield. Would cover red even though she wouldn't be activated in the leader skill. Uh, we got A.A. Mir uh, with his... Ult- <laughs> his with, yeah, of course. Uh, the, he's dark green with that, uh, you know, that uh, unbindable bind clear. Uh, it could be very, very clutch, especially if you don't have someone like uh, Halloween Alrune or, uh, you know, Awoken Isis to throw on there. Uh, and then there's Lilith, the dark light Lilith. Uh, gives you uh, one and a, like a, one and a half times attack for one turn uh, with uh, for devils, and she's got her poison, so she covers light. And then uh, there's also a Woken Hell um, who uh, has double TPA and is covers the light attribute, but uh, her skill honestly is not useful at all for you um, as a you know, on Sephiroth. So she would be a target for skill inheritance because you can get her skilled up down to six turns and then you could throw someone else on there that would be uh, an actual useful skill for you. Yeah, so you have... It's a pretty decent sub pool. Yeah. It's not bad and there are I think some... You have, I think you have a lot, of, a lot of options in what kind of team you can make. Yeah, especially with the farmable options. Um, and you know because he's a you know an 81 times attack leader you don't necessarily need to focus your team on being dark i mean we we talked about dark subs with like the sub attribute colors that work but you don't have to focus on that you can you can throw in those other color yeah because you have you have huge attack you have a huge attack from your leaders anyway so yeah you're flexible to what you can bring in yeah totally all That's right. a fun guy. I want him now. <laughs> yeah. I think one of our friends pulled two of them this morning. Who? That was pretty crazy. Joey. 
Oh, Joey. Yeah. Joey, Joey, Joey. <laughs> All right, so let's go to our cute corner. Ooh. And are you ready for my pick? I'm going to type it in right now. Did you do you see my number on the the sheet there? 2559. That is it. 2 Hold on, let me unlock my phone. So this is 2559 and it is waking up mechanical star god Alcyon. Oh my god, it's beautiful. <laughs> All right, that's exactly the reaction I was hoping for from you. I need those pajamas. Yes. So, um <laughs> he he's wearing pajamas. He's he's waking up out of bed. Look at this pillow pet right above. I know he's got a pillow floating around. There's a there's a like a a bull pillow above him somewhere. He's yawning. Eyes are closed. Um, definitely a solid cute factor for me. I'm trying to figure out what. There's something by his left foot. I can't figure out if that's like a stuffed animal that he's kicked. Uh, but overall, um, the art is maybe just a touch busy for me. But the you know the character himself is very clear, and there's all kinds of goofy stuff going on. Like how many how, how many other monsters in the game have pajamas on? <laughs> I can't think of very many, or have all or have all these pillows around them. You know, other yeah. monsters have like all these like killer things around them. These this guy has pillows. <laughs> Yeah, he's got he's got pillows and pajamas. I mean, that's that's just good stuff you just don't get elsewhere. Yeah, he's serving some uh, bananas and pajamas. Pajamas. Yeah, definitely. I love them. I need them. <laughs> Great pick. Do you have one of these guys? No, but this is my new goal. Your new goal is to pull one. Yeah, Wait. I don't have one either. Where I'll say own. <laughs> Even the unevolved version's adorable. Oh, I haven't looked at that yet. Okay, are you ready for mine? Oh, oh, he's asleep in the unevolved version, and he's hugging his little bull, bull pillow. Bull pillow. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, does he say he's asleep? Oh, it's just Alcyon. All right, what's your pick? My pick is two, three, nine, six, and it is Awoken Loki. Awoken Loki, huh? Yes. All right. I think it's adorable. <laughs> I mostly love it because of snakes. They just look like two very friendly pet snakes. Oh, they do. They're very they they look like plush toy pet snakes. Like yeah, like sock puppet snakes. And I'm living most that Loki's eyebrows are on top of his hair. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> I don't know how he managed that, but I love that they're outside. <laughs> how how did he do that? His eyebrows are on top of his hair. Just so you always know his expression. You don't know if he's going to be upset or happy. Like You're always going to know now, no matter I mean, what hairstyle. Yeah, it, it allows him to have that really super droopy hairstyle, but also be very expressive with his eyebrows. He, and, can, ra he can raise one eyebrow at you querulously. And, uh, I'm not uh, entirely sure... <laughs> I'm not entirely sure of what's going on in the artwork, but it looks like he's like breaking through some chains. It's like he's yeah. freed and happy. If you, he's he seems very chained up still though. Yeah. But nonetheless a little got a bit of a smirk about him. Which makes sense with the trickster Loki 
persona. Mm-hmm. But I really like this artwork. <laughs> Mostly All right. Because I want it as well. Awesome. After seeing Nick activated skill so many times his first turn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got used to it. <laughs> All right. So uh, I solicited... Uh, we're going to move on from Cute Corner unless you got anything more you want to say. I don't, but I love... I'm reading this question and I like it. Who is it from? Uh, so this is from Buster. I was uh, running dungeons with him. I'm like, hey, do you got a question for the pod? Um, hey. we, we got some other questions emailed in, but I think uh, uh, one of them I'd like to get to, but it's uh, it's going to take some prep from me. Uh, yeah. We had a question about uh, damage production and how you balance awakenings on a team to really increase your damage output. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I think that I have to do some math to to present it in a way that can be understood simply, um, because I need to like present the the finished product of the math rather than how you do the math. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like, if I just told you like, oh, well, you do this and then you multiply it times this times ten percent for find, each one. Find x. Yeah. The, like all that stuff, we get lost in that. I just want to be able to be like, all right, if you have this, then then the numbers come out like this, you know. Well, I really like this question. Can I read it? Yeah, go ahead. All right, so the question from Buster is, when, if ever, does a farmable monster trump a rare egg machine monster in team building? If ever. Emphasis on the if ever. (laughs) Or conversely, when do you transition away from farmables to REM? I'm thinking of all sorts of scenarios like team costs, poor actives, dungeon mechanics. Um, Yeah, so the question is basically... Yeah, I think it's a really good question. Do you have a, an initial response? Um, my initial response is that you kind of have to work with what you got. And I think most most times, like a, a dream team is REM monsters. Um, yeah, but there's there's some vulnerable monsters out there that are probably ideal. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, a lot of times... It's it's definitely a balance. Uh, there are farmable monsters that work as, you know, they're. It's almost literally the poor man's version of the REM monster. Like you, you can like, do what like Chocobo is poor man's decali. Exactly, and it's not that you know the, it's just like, it's not that the active like usually what it is is you're you're trying to fill in a utility on your team, and so if you fill in the utility. Uh, with a farmable monster, generally you're sacrificing something in terms of uh, awakenings or stats. So, uh, you know, if you're looking for a monster to change, you know, a single orb color to your attack orbs, like you can farm Mystic Knights and they are pretty good, but, you know, they don't have skill bind resist, they don't have skill boosts, their stats aren't that great, but they have decent awakenings and decent typing and a really great active fast active ability so you know they can be a really good sub for you for a long time until you get the monster that would change what you need you know so um like you know you are looking at trying to you know have an unbindable bind clearer well you can go farm an amir and that's gonna be really good for you for a lot of situations is he the best unbindable bind clearer 
No, he's not. He has few awakenings other than the fact that he's unbindable and has a time extend. I think the alt evo gets a skill bind resist. So he's actually quite nice in his alt evo form. But, you know, it's he's not a super strong monster stat-wise. Yeah. So, you know, there's all these monsters. You, you are sacrificing something out of the ideal team. But you the can... The pro is you, you can just farm it and it's convenient. Exactly, and and there's not that many people that get the option to just pull on the REM machine until they get all the subs that they want. So sometimes if you want to run a specific team, you're going to have to fill in a slot or a utility with a farmable monster. And I think the the question, you know, like does a farmable monster trump an REM monster, where we're coming up, in that is some of these late game farmables Zerog Infinity or Scarlet or uh, Elia these monsters that have a really great active solid awakenings good stats but farming them and skilling them up is a beast and it's a super project Mm -hmm. so like Zerog Infinity's active ability is great and he fits in a lot of teams and and he is even a very strong leader, but you know you have to work. You you probably need some REM subs to be able to clear him well enough to like actually max out the skill, which you have to do for him to be useful. So, I don't. I think that what we're sort of seeing is that you probably don't ever really need to transition away from farmables, but you do need to sort of, uh, you know try to minimize their usage because it's it's very hard to do late game stuff with a, a solidly farmable group of monsters does that make sense it does yeah so like we said earlier that we saw that sephiroth team that cleared machine zeus with an all farmable subs um, but that team did have skill inheritance on it which meant that there was some non-farmable monsters that went into giving their skill to that team Mm -hmm. and then you know it 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 was not an easy run like and the person did a lot of work to max skill some of these farmables like tengu and uh the like the Raphael skill up so uh you know you're not you're not able to just go out and get super powerful monsters farmable so we just want to make sure that you know you're you're focusing on the ones that have a really excellent utility for your team and don't hurt your team composition too much in terms of stats or awakenings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, like you know, there's there's some strong teams out there that go sort of you know largely farmable. Um, you know, hell can beat a lot of things. Uh, but you have to invest a lot of time into that playstyle. So maybe if you're like a super non-IAP kind of person, um, you know, you can invest your your playtime and your skills in developing one of these farmable leaders with farmable subs and being able to to beat a lot of stuff. Yeah, I think I think it's very impressive to like whenever I hear people making teams out of purely farmable stuff, I think that's a really impressive thing to do. Yeah, I mean it, it definitely it makes things a little harder because you don't have like the you can't you can't build quite the same team synergy that you would be able to with a you know a team of all REM monsters. 
Do you still uh, do you run any farmable subs on uh, some of your main teams? No, I'm a REM whore. <laughs> oh really? I don't uh, think I run, I don't think I run any farmable, which is why I'm always impressed when people can. I think I have um, you know a few here and there that I I use for things. I mean I have. Oh, I a, lied. I I sometimes use Chocobo. Oh, you sometimes use Chocobo. Uh, for, I have Diza, uh, and I have Zerog Infinity, and I'm really I'm I've been working slowly on my uh, Gano because I, I I think he'd be an interesting monster to throw in with uh, my um, Kenshiro team, which is a color matching team. Um, so yeah, some of these, you know, there's uh, special dungeon monsters. Oh, I, I run Scarlet on my Rao team quite a bit. She's pretty great. Um, so there's there's definitely some of those late game farmables that are out there that are really good. Oh, I run Lilith quite a bit these days mm-hmm. um, for her poison. She works really well on you know Machine Hera or uh, Awoken Pandora. Um, so there's there's a few out there that I, I you know I still use on a regular basis. I have a couple hyper maxed farmable monsters. I think three at least. So, uh, what do you think is a what is a farmable monster that doesn't have a Trump REM monster? Like, there's nothing to replace. Huh. Um, like, there's no better version of X monster. Zerog. Well, Zerog probably initially, but then uh, Ashamali came out. Uh, but Zerog fits on teams where Ashamali doesn't. Mm. So there's that. Um, Scarlet is pretty interesting, although there are options. You know, there's other orb changing options that fit in there. Um, I'm trying to think. Who has an ability that doesn't really. I don't know. I don't know anyone off the top of my head. I mean, I think maybe Lilith would be the one that you would point to most of all. She's got a super useful active ability. Um, and. Uh, yeah, she's got that really useful active ability, and uh, you know, I I don't know that she has any. I mean, there's there's a far there's like a chibi Lilith that would be the REM version, mm-hmm. but I don't know that it's really necessarily that much better. And she's got like a relatively decent set of awakenings for a for a farmable monster. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm sure there must be others out there. How about Diza? Diza's pretty bomb. Diza is really balling. Uh, you know, I might, I might run Diza, and I might just think it's REM, but it's so bomb. Yeah, that's probably it. Yeah, she's uh, she's pretty great. Um, so there's definitely a few out there that have those uh, really good uh, active abilities and awakenings, or uh, active abilities and stats that can uh, help you beat some dungeons. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a great question. Thanks, Buster. Yeah, I feel like we could talk about that for a lot longer too if we went in depth on some of that stuff. Yeah, we could go over so many teams and like ideal subs for each. Yeah. All right, Kevin, I think we got to wrap this up. Yeah, so yeah, we love getting questions. If you guys have any more questions, you can contact us. Yeah, contact us uh, on our email, uh, podcastbros at gmail.com. Evan, spell it, spell it. P-A-D-C-A-S-T-B-R-O-S at gmail.com. Yeah, email us with questions about, you know, your your teams, leaders, mechanics, anything you like we do for you. <laughs> oh, really? 
<laughs> I mean, to some extent. Man, I can't say that kind of thing. Why? Well, I mean, I'm not Asian, so if I said it, if I said it'd be pretty, uh, pretty mean spirited. No, it wouldn't. I actually, the first person I heard say that was a person who wasn't Asian. It was like this Latina comedian. Oh. I think it's Angela Johnson. Angela Johnson. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. I've heard her before. Yeah. She has like this little bit about like going to the nail salon. Anyway. (laughs) I don't think it's mean spirited. Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right. You want to sign us off, Kevin? Yes. Oh God. Why am I forgetting? It's been so long. I don't remember the sign off. Oh, uh, start me off. What is the sign up? Give me uh, the first part. I think part. it's good night and may. Good night, good morning, whatever time of day you're listening to this, and may the skyfall gods be ever in your favor. Goodbye. Oh, we did it. And then, <laughs> and then I remember last time you guys were doing the podcast, and then Kevin usually ends it with that, and then he has a second ending where he just says bye. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs>